I know people that have hella sex and never had an orgasm before. My yeah. God. I'm like, girl, I can't. You must don't have no like, sex toys. And the thing is, you can't teach a partner what you don't know yourself. What you don't exactly. know. Exactly. exactly. It's your host, Nicole Kane, founder of ExoNicole.com. And your co-host, Amber Woods. And your other co-host, Sharon Chanel. And you're now tuned into the Exo Nicole Happy Hour Podcast. Think of us as like your homegirls in your head. Feel free to grab your own cocktail and join us in a vulnerable conversation about sisterhood, lifestyle, love, sex, wellness, personal and professional growth. And all things affecting your glow up. Every Wednesday, we'll be back with another episode just in time for your midweek mental refill. Now, today's episode is inspired by one of my favorite blog posts on the site at the moment titled, I met him in an Uber pool and now we're married. Originally titled, I found love in the Uber pool. We just kept kind of updating it every year as this love story progressed. And we've been following the story for a few years now. And yeah, they got married. We're always asking, what's the prayer? You know, we ask Sierra, we're asking Cassie. When we see a woman who's found a great man, but what does it really mean to be open to finding love? If you met the man in your dreams today, would you be prepared? We're discussing how important it is to have an open and ready mindset when it comes to meeting men in unexpected places. Amber and Sheridan and I are about to dive into the topic of finding love in unexpected places, and we have a special guest calling in today. Janissa Richmond, who is actually the author of The Love in an Uber Pool post. Now, I want to say real quick, this episode is not sponsored by Uberpool. It is not sponsored by Lyft or any of those ride sharing services. <laughs> but for the sake of keeping this authentic, we're going to drop Uberpool a couple of times here. Yeah, because sis, I mean, we got questions. But first, let's pregame. So, how's everybody doing? Sheridan, what's popping on the Ex and Nicole blog this week? Uh, well, Tamara Mowry Housley's uh, blog post about waiting to have sex until she was 29 and married. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty popping. Um, in it, she's talking about how waiting to have sex ultimately leveled up her sex life as a wife. And um, I loved it because I love that she owned the fact that she took her own pleasure in her own hands well before experiencing sex with a man. And um, I just like that. Because I feel like a lot of times when we talk about celibacy, we're not talking about the masturbation aspect or the knowing your body and getting to know what you like and how to express that to your husband or your significant other. And um, another post that did really well is, if your man is missing these things, wait before marrying him. And we talk about 10 things that you need to make sure this man checks off before you say, I do. Uh, what are those? What are a few, few of those things? Um, good credit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does he have clarity about his purpose? <laughs> so, okay. so he definitely has to have good credit before yes. you marry him. Yes. So th- that goes back to our conversation we're going to have in the future about tying your worth to your credit score. Yes. yes. Okay. A little bit. So does that mean that we have to have our credit together? We do. Before, okay. Before merging lives. Okay. So yeah. that means we need not to be broke while dating. Um, oh my. Well, um, love oh my. Um, I feel like you got to crawl before you walk. <laughs> we got to get, 
<laughs> we gotta get ourselves. We gotta get our financial. We gotta get our financial situations together. I, mean, I think if we're gonna attract like exactly what we want, like once we've gotten our intentions set, yeah. I mean, but if you're gonna be out here just having a little fun, you know what I'm saying? Go out every once in a while. Fun. Yeah. Have a little fun. Like, come on now. I, and, and, I, and I mainly say this because. I mean, we out there having a little fun, but you spend a little money having fun that could be going into, you know. I, I don't want people to take this the wrong way. I just... <laughs> okay, have a dating budget. Uh, yeah. Yes, you can. Okay. Dating budget. Okay. Date. I'm down with the dating budget. <laughs> with your because... means. Within your means. <laughs> right. Date within your means. Because no one's going on a date in, in joggers and leggings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really have to get... You know, yeah. just get yourself together a little bit. And he he's gonna have to spend money. So I think if I'm if I'm talking about doing serious life with you, yeah, I'm gonna come in with what I expect to get out too. Like I'm yes. not gonna come to you raggedy as hell exactly. like if I want to do it certain things. On the intention behind what I'm trying to put out there right. for sure. Okay. No. I don't know how I feel about the credit score thing. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm in about the mid 700s, but I wasn't always mm-hmm. like I rode on that 530 credit score through most of my 20s mm-hmm. and half of my 30s. OK, mm-hmm. yeah, that's very comforting. I, think that's, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't buy a house. I couldn't buy a car with an 18 to 23 percent interest rate. Oh, my, my, my. Mm-hmm. Yes. My. Mm-hmm. Now I can get 3 percent and 1.9 percent. Hey. Come on. Rate. <laughs> Come on. Credit um, union. To get back to Tamara Housley, though, because I think there's a whole discussion there about, like you said, pleasuring yourself. Well, um, there's levels to what she said. So, like, I think people need to understand the like the important part is like she took time to learn herself. Yes. And she waited till she got older, which makes a lot of sense. Cause like what a, a lot of people are jumping into like sex hella young. Mm-hmm. And then like your experiences aren't that great because you aren't experienced, he isn't experienced. And then, and then what? You know what I mean? Like, you don't know yourself. I mean, I didn't really know myself until I was, like, 30. So that makes I, sense to me. I know people that have hella sex and never had an orgasm before. My yeah. God. I'm like, girl. <laughs> I can't. You must don't have no sex toys. And the thing is, you can't teach a partner what you don't know yourself. What you don't exactly. know. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think I, I like what she said. I do, too. I'm with it. I didn't like that she tied shame to sex, though, when she did lose her virginity. And she kind of stayed celibate until she met her husband. But um, I think that has to do with I, her religious background. Well, not only that, and but me and Amber talked about this recently. Mm-hmm. In the black community, the way we approach sex, the way they approach sex with young black girls when we're growing up mm-hmm. is in a way that makes it feel like it's dirty. You're oh. dirty if you have sex. Like Hell if yeah. you mm-hmm. if you come on your period, you now you can get pregnant. So you're cursed. So right. they in the black community, we talk about sex in a way that's not very celebrated. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. That's um, a great word. Like you a ho ho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a ho. <laughs> You know? Um, Okay, so I kind of have a question for you guys today. And this will just, like, kind of get us into our little pregame situation. But, like, how do you guys feel about finding love or finding a man in, like, an unexpected place? Like, y'all ready to talk about that? Y'all ready? Y'all got some stories? I'm all for it. Like, let me tell you, I always got my mascara on when I'm going, you know, flying. Because I don't know who (laughs) I need to bat my eyelashes at. So, I'm all down for it. Finding love, going to the bathroom, on a flight. Mm. And, you know. (laughs) Hi. Welcome to the Mile High Club. Hello. (laughs) Thank you. Hi. It's the Mile High Club. Are you guys entering the facility together? 
<laughs> like, what are we talking about? What? What's moving on? What's your, <laughs> what's your guys' fantasy place to meet a man? Fantasy place. Mm. I want to meet a man on vacation. I mean, I want to be. I don't know, like. In Spain, in like Madrid, like at like a dope little restaurant, and then I don't know, he comes in with his <laughs> whatever, and then we're like we spend the whole day together, and we're drinking wine, and we're going to see the countryside, and then I mean, at the end, we have amazing sex, and then I go home. Oh, okay. I would love that. <laughs> like I think that's my fantasy too. I kind of <laughs> had that in New Orleans, but technically it started off in a lift, but. Um, it was okay. just an amazing. So walk us down movie. this situation. <laughs> no, I need to this know. This episode is not sponsored no. by Lyft or Uber Pool. I just have to keep saying that. So I was in New Orleans for work and I was going to this insecure party at the Ace Hotel and our Lyft driver picked us up, me and my friend. And um, we were talking about DJ Khaled and oral sex. Like it was a really heated oh, conversation. Oh, okay. <laughs> because he's like he's not down with eating the box. And yeah, I'm, DJ girl, is not bye. down with it. Um, and um, the Lyft driver, his name is Javon. He was kind of on the same page as me and my my um, friend, just talking about the importance of reciprocity when it comes to sex. And um, yeah, we just had this really great conversation. And then he was like, hey, like I know you said you're doing a lot of working this weekend, but if you have some free time, I would love to take you out and show you the city through my eyes. And I was like, mm, oh, yes, show okay. me. <laughs> so I took his number and I wasn't gonna do anything with it, but then a couple of days passed and I was like, you know what? I wanna have me a good time. I wanna go out. I wanna go to the French Quarter. I wanna have a great ass night. And so I called Javon and he was game. We got some margaritas. We we're walking around the um, quarter. Um, he took me to this rooftop bar. Come on, rooftop. And- <laughs> Set a mood, Javon. Set and, it. Um- <laughs> On the way back to his car, we kissed. It was amazing. It was one of those kisses that was just like, wow, like, we're definitely fucking. Um, yes. And I had to see what I was working with, so I gave him a little head while we were driving. And we stopped by CVS to get some condoms, and um, yeah, we went back to the hotel, and it was it was incredible. And had a safe, wonderful night. You I did. love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that, Sheridan. Thank you. I love that. Thank you, ma'am. You 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 know you inspire me sometimes. <laughs> like you you really you make me want to be better with this stuff. Yes, girl. Anyways, okay, Come so. I'm going to jump into this now. So I kind of pulled my audience on Instagram, like, you know, where's the most unexpected place or the craziest place you ever met somebody. And so here are some of the results. A lot of people met people at Walmart. Oh. They literally have everything. Don't <laughs> see why that's like, you know, unusual. Um, a concert, a bus ride to the Bayou Classic, Bourbon Street. The Bourbon Street one was good. It was exactly what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Down on Bourbon, met a guy. She and the guy left her group of friends, and they had like a whole amazing time. They went to eat. They did a whole lot of other things, whatever. And you know, they you know got it popping the rest of the evening, and that was it. Um, the gun range. Okay. Um, <laughs> the airport calls a river. I don't even know what that means. A pub in London. Um, church, a bowling party, a vitamin shop, a sex shop. Mm. She was buying condoms. Okay. And he was the obviously like I 
mean, if I'm going to go find a man who's like, you know what I mean? Go to the condom section, right? It kind of <laughs> makes sense. Um, on vacation. And then the one that got me was a funeral. Bruh. I was dead. Like, I was... Literally. What? Literally. Okay. <laughs> so, emotions are high, though, you know? Emotions are high. Mm-hmm. So, you probably are looking for someone to comfort you. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, y'all are hilarious. So, if you guys want to join in on this fun, too, um, let us know your fantasy place of where you want to meet a man or a woman on social media by using the hashtag ExoHappyHour and let us know what you think. Okay. Let's dive into today's discussion topic. Uber Pool Bay, where you at? Today's episode is inspired by a post on exonicole.com. The article was actually written by our guest caller, Janessa Richmond, and it is literally her love story. She met a man while she was in LA trying to get her modeling career off the ground, and he was in the city visiting his godbrother for his birthday. Um, and now they're married. Girl, what is the prayer? <laughs> right. First of all, you have to be. And, I, and I've learned this along the way. You have to be in an open mindset to even attract that level of alignment in your life. Um, I'm going to definitely ask her about that. Yeah. I definitely want to know. But also, I realized, I, uh, me personally, I had to check my energy. Because let me tell you, I walk around, I got my shades on, I got my <laughs> hat down, low over my eyes, I got my headphones on. Because like, you're moving. You, you're trying to get <laughs> from to and fro. Right. But that that's not giving off the energy that I'm trying to meet right. anyone. That's true. So if right. I get in the elevator with a man, and you know, even if he looked at me like, oh, she kind of under that hat. I'm still, I'm looking at my phone, like, don't mm-hmm. talk to me. Let me, you know, even if I get in an Uber, how many times you get in an Uber and be like, please don't, don't let this man to talk to me. Do not talk to me. Like, let me, <laughs> let me scroll this Instagram or be on this phone with whoever, but do not talk to me. I can't tell you how many times I see on Instagram where people say, why is my Uber driver? <laughs> that could be your husband, girl. But I say this, this to say, we definitely have to, um, be mindful of the energy and if we're even open to meeting someone when we walk out our door and I gave myself a challenge and I and I challenge everyone listening for a week just do it for seven days every time you encounter like the opposite sex whether they're getting on the elevator whether you're about to pass them in the grocery store at the gym just make eye contact, my, my. smile, and say hi. Girl, that's a challenge, challenge, you, you're okay? Gonna get, you're going to get so, so many numbers, honey. Open. <laughs> but you yeah. got to get in a practice of like being open. Just, and you, don't, you, and you never you know how many people you're going to meet in the process right. of doing... Like, there, there's people... It doesn't even have to be a romantic interest. He could end up being a great friend of yours. Exactly. Or a business partner yeah. or whatever. Or have something you don't know that you need. And during this week of me trying this, I was getting off the elevator in my building. This time, I had my headphones kind of up so that I could hear. <laughs> yeah. And I remember getting off at the ground floor. I'm on my way, though. I'm... And the guy was getting on the elevator. He was like, hold on, hold, wait, wait. <laughs> Can I take you? Like, he, he knew he had two seconds. So he went straight for it. Can I take you out on a date? I was like. What'd you say? First of all, I said, can I date somebody in my building? Uh, but I said uh, it out loud, girl. Because that was the ooh. first thing that came to my head. Like, you know, mm-hmm. things don't work out. You're going to see. You have to see mm-hmm. it. No, no. Mm-hmm. But I say that to say, you know, that eye contact thing and being open to. Mm-hmm 
meeting people unexpectedly. I meet people in the grocery store all the time, mm-hmm. like all the time. I'm picking up my blueberries and my, my fish, my tilapia. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just be open. So I'm challenging everyone for seven days. When you get in the Uber, say hi to that man. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ask him how his day was. Don't be like, I don't know this man. I mean, I might sound ridiculous right now, but sorry to this man. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. So, no, I like this challenge idea. So, when they went, so we set the challenge, but I want to hear what happens. What happens when? From the listeners. So, yeah, yeah, they have to call in and let us know. Call and let us know. Let us know if things change. Okay, so I believe we've got Janessa on the phone. Um, she's going to have to tell us if I'm pronouncing this right because... <laughs> is it Janessa? Hi, it's Janessa. Oh, okay, Janessa. See? Okay. So we got Janessa <laughs> on the phone so she can tell us the story herself to give y'all a brief backstory. Janessa was traveling from Atlanta and Lester is from Detroit. She was only in L.A. for like a month trying to get her dreams of becoming a model off the ground Lester just happened to be visiting LA for his god brother's birthday and I believe um it was during a time uber pool was new so for people who don't know uber pool is when you're sharing a ride with someone else um so she chose uber pool because it probably was way cheaper especially we in LA and we trying to save coins (laughs) um (laughs) And she was kind of thrown off guard when the Uber pulled up and it had someone in the back seat. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so actually, Lester's a cheap one. <laughs> uh, I, completely, I completely did it on accident. So after I did, I was with a few friends at a recording studio. I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I just took the wrong Uber. And like, oh no, it's fine. Everyone's doing it. Like, you'll be safe. You know, you can see the driver, and, and, you know, it's the same thing. I'm like, okay, cool, you know. So when it pulls up, and I see a guy in the back seat, I'm already super nervous. Like, I don't even look at him. I get directly in the front seat, in the passenger seat. <laughs> and the driver kind of looking at me like, well, okay. And so, I'm the first stop. I get in the car. Lester's on the phone. Like, this girl is FaceTiming, like, some girl. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's so obnoxious. Like, of course, like, whatever. <laughs> so, the driver, so the driver is, like, making conversation with me, you know, asking what I'm doing in L.A., how I'm going to be there. And then he's trying to include Lester in the conversation. Like, oh, Lester, this is Denisa. Denisa, this is Lester. He's like, Lester's here for his um, brother's birthday. He's here for modeling. So, he's, like, trying to get the conversation going. Um, we pull up to my stop, and he's like, you know, you guys should exchange numbers. So you guys didn't <laughs> talk like, at all in the Uber? Like, you didn't... Uh, I mean, we, it, we like, did the hello, and I'm kind of very shy at first. I'm very observant. Mm-hmm. So if he starts meeting me, I'm pretty to myself, just kind of trying to piece the scene. So that's what I was doing. I was giving him really short answers. Like, yeah, I'm Denisa. Yeah, right here for modeling. That would be like, me. Like, just kind of <laughs> Right. And so we exchanged numbers, um, and then let her contact me later that night, inviting me out. Um, I what do you say, girl? I was what do you say in that text? <laughs> 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 you know, just like, well, you know, we're going to somebody's birthday. I'm at this club. We'd love for you to come. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I just didn't ever respond after that. <laughs> um, so he's actually, he actually on the phone, and Lester can tell you, his uh, side of that of me kind of standing him up. 
Wait, so Lester is on the phone. Oh, yeah. Yay! Yeah, I'm on the phone. <laughs> Yay, you made it. Oh, this is great. Oh, I'm excited now. Okay. <laughs> so glad you could well, join us, Lester. I appreciate y'all taking a side by. Me too, so I could tell the real truth. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to know from your perspective. Yeah. Right, we going back to the Uber you ride. Thinking? You're yes. in the back, yeah. and we pick up this Wait. beautiful girl, mm-hmm. and you're on Facetime with yes, another girl. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, so wing man of the year definitely goes to the Uber driver. I give him that. Yeah, um, I want to say something in my home. Um. And then when Janissa, when we pulled up, he told me who we were picking up. I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, I, I know I ordered an Uber pool. And then when we pulled up, she kind of gets side at me as if like, I was a serial killer and then got in the front seat. So I was a little, I was a little offended for a second, you know, but I kind of, when she got in the car, I got a little side profile. But one thing, she's kind of cute. Next thing you know, the Uber driver is actually the one, like, kind of in the game for both of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, Lester, you know, he's been there. Uh, he's in the from Chicago. Because I'm like, he's just telling the whole story. So, meanwhile, I'm on the, I'm FaceTime my homegirl. So I'm like, oh, let me call you back. So I kept seeing her, like, give a little glance to the back seat, looking kind of cute. So I'm like, you know, this might be uh, something worth to talk, talk to. <laughs> but she was giving me all the dry answers. And I was asking her why she was in town, things like that. Uh, being real, staying off office, but I invited her. I was like, you know what? If you're in town for a couple of months, I'm going to in town for the weekend. Uh, don't worry about nothing. Just come out with me and my brother and my, my boy. Uh, we'll take care of everything. We want to make sure you have a good time. So she's like, okay, yeah, yeah. Uber driver told us to exchange numbers. She was already hesitant with that. <laughs> and I got her Instagram, too. After that, I, I texted her, called her. She uh, gave me some little giants. Like, oh, yeah, I'll see you tonight. Next week, you know, she just disappeared. Like, out of nowhere. So, and, and me, I'm one where, you know, if you stand me up once, there's a good chance I won't follow up. But... Um, I kind of hit her up again. She told me she fell asleep. You know, the, the lines you wouldn't give. Uh, and then I said, how about you come out um, tomorrow then? Uh, we're going to do Runyon Canyon. You know, you should join us. So, oh, yeah, I really been wanting to do that. She stood me up again. Oh, Didn't man. show up. Okay, Janice. <laughs> <laughs> He's making it. <laughs> she was definitely playing her cards right. <laughs> but what's funny is, is the minute I mentioned food, she showed up. <laughs> I like <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of went from there after I sort of uh, after she apologized for sending me up at Runyon Canyon uh, I thought we were about to get something to eat and then she was like oh yeah I'll just meet you guys there then. so <laughs> kind of how we ended up in that piece so and what Jenny, made you continue to pursue Lester like even after the first time being stood up what what were you just like no I have to see this girl like what why did you keep pursuing uh, you know one the grace of God for some reason, he kept telling me to uh, hit her up because, like I said, we're in L.A. I usually don't sweat stuff like that. I'll just give up. But I think it was the fact that she carried herself. She carried herself well. Um, and I kind of like that she uh, you know, wasn't as uh, forthcoming with a lot of the information. So uh, she definitely sparked my interest and my curiosity. And then when she finally showed up to eat, of course, we actually had a bomb conversation. Um, I think it was an instant attraction once we actually got a chance to see each other like face-to-face on the open. Um, if she would have me up for food, that would have been it. I probably wouldn't have. <laughs> and Janissa, what about his persistence spoke to you? I would say it was definitely, well, first it was nerves. Like, I have to consult with my homegirls. You know how that goes. Like, I'm not a complete stranger. Like, you don't really be up with him. You could be a psycho. <laughs> my friend's like, you know, you only live once. Meet him at the restaurant. It's public. You know, it's safe. I'm like, okay. 
Um, so I think actually, you know, like you said, meeting him, you know, face to face, and it was daytime because we met in the dark. I'm in the Uber pool, but seeing him face to face, his energy, um, then after having a few conversations, and he was guy driven and just his whole aura around him, um, it definitely sparked my interest. And from Carolyn, it was googly eyes. Uh, I, I yeah. will say, like, the, okay, so the first thing he he tried to invite you out to the, like a club, right? Mm-hmm. So I probably would have turned that right. down too. Like, I'm like, okay, girl. <laughs> the second time is like right. hiking, but you're not really from LA, and that's the culture of LA. But I I don't know. We go hiking, you might can you know drop me t- off in the woods, right? right? <laughs> so I can see why she turned exactly. down the first two days. <laughs> now the third one, we out. I <laughs> okay. Okay. Now look, Lester. Okay, we do want different, but you know we gotta get used to it. Okay, right. <laughs> so we do. We claim we want more than food and drinks. But Janissa, what was your dating life like before you met Lester? Were you having like bad experiences? Were you dating like previous to him? Are you on a break? Like, kind of what was happening before? Because you said you. Oh, when you got- I was living. I was living life, honey. I was dating before I met him. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to really, I just had like a relationship um, a year or so prior. So I was just living, just dating, trying to, you know, after you have a breakup and you get back in your groove, you're seeing what you like again because you've been compromising. Um, So I was living like, uh, I really wasn't looking for love. And I, I think that's probably why. We had like a back and forth phase where he was really persistent and I was just kind of not feeling it. Um, and then I ended up chasing him because he was not feeling it anymore. But I think Ooh. that's Ooh. what triggered that. <laughs> just, because, just because I was still trying to find my own groove and be more secure with myself and I really wasn't looking for love. So, so, so yeah. I have a question. Is, there, uh, is Lester older? Yes, he is. By um, how, by how much? Cleaner. Okay. Uh, three years. About two and a half. Okay. <laughs> so he was in a place in his life where he was looking for the one, or maybe not. You just look. You either. just look like the one. You you were mysterious and <laughs> intriguing, and you were trying. I, I think, especially if you being out in LA, you're trying to you know get your career off the ground. I can see where your mind frame uh-huh. is like. I don't have time uh-huh. for a distraction right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened after right. you guys left LA? Like, how did you keep this this you know communication going? Okay, I have to say this because he's going to try to dog me if I let him. So, <laughs> 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 um, he was living in Detroit, and I went back to Atlanta, and we were just still on the FaceTime. And then I went to visit all the air bubbles. My cousin, and he lives in Detroit. It was actually kind of to see him. Um, and we just did not vibe at all. It was just, it was weird because we, you know, on FaceTime and text, we were like gelling and really clicking. But then when we got to it again after LA, the vibe was just really off. Mm-hmm. And so after that, he really, really feel me. I'm like, okay, let me, let me see what, what went wrong. So then I kind of pursued him. Um, then he came to Atlanta. He had a layover. Um, and we went out to eat. And then from there, I think it was just, um, uphill. Everything was just from there, just sparked again. Um, and then I knew he was the one who drove from Chicago to Atlanta for Christmas. Okay. In a storm. Oh, 
<laughs> and you said you met your family. What did the family think? Yes. They love to know, like, my mom and my sister pulled me aside. I was like, this is okay. You make sure you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I get um, her to say that but, again. Okay, you, uh, it broke up on our, um, and after you said your mom pulled you, someone pulled you to the side. Yes, my mom and my sister, and they uh. were clowning me because they're like, we asked you how he looked, and you said he was just okay, and girl, he is cute. <laughs> <laughs> he drove all the way from Chicago <laughs> to see you, so they loved him, um, and I really liked how he took the time to get to know my mom, my sister, my grandma, really individually, and just. Mm-hmm. observe how we operated as a family. Um, I really, really love that. So how yeah, did you guys that. come to the, uh, because I believe when we first got your uh, article, you were about to move to Chicago to uh, be with him. And I think the you said um, you had been in Atlanta for 12 years and it was time for you to start your life over. Mm-hmm. You said, I know my life begins with him. Oh, oh I love that. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you guys are making me blush. Um, but so my whole thing was I didn't want to move to Chicago unless I was signed to an agency. Um, but I did want to be closer to us. And I just felt like after a lot of prayer and just felt like, okay, this is something in my spirit that I should do and that is worth doing. Um, and I know a lot of people like saying, oh my gosh, you followed after a man. You know, everybody is different. And I think my whole thing was as long as I can work with anywhere. Mm-hmm. And as long as I still had an agency and I could still pursue my dream, it was worth, I don't want to say falling after, but it was worth going to Chicago to pursue my career and to pursue this new love and see what, where it leads us. And now we're married, and I don't know who wants to say we're expecting now. <gasps> um, It's a good story. I love every little piece of it. And I love that you guys pursued it and that you pursued it uh, without considering like or taking too much consideration of what everybody else thought. Just like what you were saying, like moving to Chicago for a man. And it's like, girl, no, this is this is it. He's the one. Like, and it's not, it's not even that it was like, you knew and it was in your heart and you, and you followed your heart. And a lot of people aren't brave enough to do that. So like, that's, that's big. Um, I wanted to back up a little bit because I want to talk about this engagement. Lester, how did you, so you guys got uh, engaged at the top of 2017 in Columbia. I want to know like, how did that transpire? (laughs) Like me planning it or me deciding I wanted to uh, propose to her. Yeah, and I believe it was like two days before your birthday, right? <laughs> yeah, walk us through that process. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't about to do it on my birthday. I still want that to be my day. But I was just transitioning to another job. We was actually going to go to Thailand with uh, her, her uh, some of her people and then my people. And I was going to do it out there, but I had to change it up because I switched uh, jobs. So I planned Columbia. And I mean, it took a lot of planning, but she had no idea. Uh, I'm a I'm a pretty good actor compared to her. Uh, when it comes down to making sure she doesn't uh, know all the stuff that I'm doing, as far as uh, setting things up and surprises. Mm-hmm. And really, I just I'm all about the memories and the experience. So I made sure that um, the place that we had, we had a really dope Airbnb with a rooftop, 
and I got real connected with the local um, coach and the local people, and I was like, hey, this is what I need. I need a, a caterer or a chef that's going to cook on the rooftop for about 12 of us. Um, I want you to have this cake, the flowers, here's the ring, and I want you to bring it out at this certain time. So I had everything mapped out and planned. We had a, a, a great conversation. We were I proposed to the group at the table before the cake and everything came out to uh, just say what they're thankful for and uh, what their goals are um, coming up this year. And then by that time, um, Janice's back was to the door um, on the rooftop. They brought the cake out and everything, and she thought it was like just my birthday cake. Mm-hmm. But she was so surprised on me when I when I told her to uh, cut the first piece of cake, and she opened it up, and she saw a ring. I mean, she kind of looked like it was a mistake or something like that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, after that, it was like, hey, now's the time on one knee. And it was perfect. The weather was perfect. We had the nice breeze. We could overview the whole ocean. Um, so it couldn't have been. It couldn't have won any better than it did. I, I want to tell you guys, like every, I, I've pulled this article up on the website because we keep updating it first. You know, you guys had met, then you were engaged and then we saw that you were married. Like we yeah. just keep updating. <laughs> but I, I, I pull it up for like women all the time because I know we're out here and a lot of people say, oh, I can't meet anybody. And, and I think it's, again, she was doing you that I ain't trying to talk to you energy. And most of us do like <laughs> we get into the Uber. We don't want the Uber driver talking to us. Like, and I think it's more about um, having energy that's open. I saw you guys uh, wedding video last night. Oh, and so cute. I, I, I so could, cute. I could tell you were the outgoing one. And she, <laughs> so I could tell you were like out there. Like, I'm like he almost slid down the steps. Like, <laughs> Oh, but he caught that thing. He was smooth on the end. Yeah. So much going on. So much going on. I wasn't letting anything ruin that day. Oh, not at all. But it's it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. Um, And then now knowing that you guys are expecting, like how Mm -hmm. like how far along is this process? Um. So we're four months. Okay. Oh, Um, that's wonderful. And so that was a journey in itself um, because we were expecting last year. I had a miscarriage in January. Mm-hmm. So that was also something that, that we experienced and that put a lot of strain, mm-hmm. uh, I think, on us individually and our marriage. Um, that was a, that was just something that I hope no one ever has to go through, but I know a lot of women do. Mm-hmm. But emotionally, physically, it was exhausting. And that just even further, uh, I guess, showed another reason why I love him so, so much. Um, he was really there for me through through all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, you know, hormonally, you're going through a lot of changes, ups and downs. Um, so I was all over the place, y'all, emotionally. One day I'm, like, happy that I'm just depressed and really, really sad. And he stood by me. He, he prayed together. He really encouraged me. Um so I really love him so, so much. I really appreciate, uh, you know, our hard times and our good times. Because I feel like you learn so much about someone even during a really, really tough, tough time. Thank you for sharing that, too, because I know that that was really tough. I, we really appreciate you sharing all of your story and particularly that piece as well. Um, what advice can you share with people listening that are like yearning for like to meet that person. They feel like they're ready, but unsure about how to open themselves up for experiences like yours. Um, that's a very tough question. 
I definitely was not ready. Um, <laughs> you want me to answer first? Yes, yeah, exactly. I, I, answer. I, I answer. I'll, I'll give my perspective. But uh, me and Janice talk about this all the time with our friends and people in our life. And it's more so you can't, you're not ready for love and you can't, you can't accept love and you can't go out looking for it if you don't love yourself first. So when you have people that are always going out there and trying to find love somewhere, but you can see they're struggling with just to love themselves and be comfortable. You know, I, I feel like that's always where the struggle is, where if you're not comfortable being by yourself and being happy and content that, you know, you love yourself enough that you're okay, but somebody else can, can come along and compliment your life but not actually make you who you are. Um, to me, that's where I've seen the biggest success in other relationships. And I think, and I know that's one of the pieces why I love Janisa so much because like you like when I was saying, you know, it was a little bit of mysterious, but it was just that she was comfortable being hurt. Even when she was shy, I knew like, okay, this girl loves herself and she doesn't she doesn't need me, but she wants me and I and I and I'm good with that. And it's the same way in the same reverse. So I, my only advice is everybody who's saying, Oh, I'm looking for love, but you find love, you know, ten years from now or, you know, if you found love early on, it doesn't matter. Um, because you're gonna you're gonna be happy with what you went through before once you find love. So that's, uh, that's my view on it. That's good. I mean, we can end right there. That's the mic drop. We're done. Uh, episode three next week. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> We're so glad that you guys joined us for today's episode. Like I said, this is one of my favorite stories we've posted on the site since we launched in 2015. Um, and I'm just so happy for you all. And I feel it's so many messages in here. Mm-hmm. Like, there's everyone. so many gems yeah. and even just even just that last piece and yeah. we just so grateful that you came on to share your story with us um and it's so impactful and like she said it does so well on the side and she loves it and i think people really get a lot from that and they're inspired by your story so and and it's funny because even when we said we were going to launch a podcast the first thing i said you got to get the the uber pool yes. <laughs> couple on you have to yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, thank you guys. We're absolutely sure your story will inspire so many women and we cannot wait for you and and just to keep following your story. Thank you guys for having us. We really appreciate it. Much appreciated. Thank Thank you guys. It was fun time. (laughs) Okay. I I just want to say, like, (laughs) so many surprises. You guys have to go on exonicole.com. We're going to pull the story back up to the homepage when this episode goes live. First of all, like, they are a very attractive couple. She's a beautiful girl. He's a very handsome man. They got a great energy, though. They got great great energy. energy. Um, I like the fact that she kind of threw him dust in the beginning because yeah. that still tells you if a man is interested he's, gonna, he's yeah. going to pursue yeah. you he's, he's going to keep pursuing and yes. he tried different ways first mm-hmm. he tried the club angle which honestly I'm glad she didn't go out to the club because he would have had a different he might have had a different perspective of her drinks are involved she might have turned up a little like you know he, if you then, would see each other in the best light right. yeah. in the club. then you got the second one the hike I, I like the hiking thing I like the hiking I love, because well. it's a free day you know mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. kind of the fit thing. Mm-hmm. I, I see and why she's right. Like it's that. active. But so isn't that's that like a thing too for dating? Like doing something physically active with your person yeah. to kind of get yeah. like. Yeah. She might be glad that he kept it yeah. going because yeah. hiking was a second no. But then, like you said, he brought up food mm-hmm. and honey. I'm telling you, you want to get me out the house? Food. Mention food. <laughs> All the Even food. when I'm on prep. 
I'll be like, I could take these extra 800 calories tonight. Yes. Um, so, yeah, but she came out for food, like, real quick. She mm-hmm. probably was ready in 15 minutes and out probably, the house. Probably. <laughs> and uh, I, I noticed that, I don't know if y'all noticed, but that was a reoccurring theme. Like, oh, when I proposed, there was a chef and food was involved. And yeah. We, when I came to Atlanta, we went and got yeah, food. Yeah, <laughs> the food that sparked the relationship was food, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I really love, like, and now they're expecting, they're about to start their family. I mean, it's so amazing. And I like that she said, um, in the article, she said, we may have guidelines and fantasies of how we think our love stories should go, but they don't always materialize as planned. I've truly learned that we need to remain open, follow our intuition, and take more chances. So, I mean, what did, what did you guys take away from their story? There was intent. And there was purpose. And when they knew, they knew. They both knew. And they pursued it. And I like the fact that, again, like what I was saying to her, where she, you know, went to Chicago and she followed her heart. People, that's that goes back to knowing yourself mm-hmm. because you have to be able to do what's in your heart and what you know is best for you because other people are going to tell you, oh, no, girl, not for him or whatever, based out of their experience or out of their whatever they've encountered in life. And she followed her heart. And that is super brave. And now I see why he said, oh, she's confident in her space. This girl can be, you know, herself no matter what. He saw that Mm -hmm. from the beginning and he was right. So I love that part of the story. My favorite part of the story was just all the focus on God and just making God your center and your everything and your decisions, especially about your life partner. Um, I think God is love ultimately. So I felt, I really felt it when he said that the reason he kept pursuing her was because God spoke to him about it. Um, So yeah, that really meant a lot to me. Even the fact that being together made her closer to God through him. So I liked that a lot. I took that away a lot. Before we go, I just want uh, to just remind you guys to be, especially women who like if you're focused on yourself and you're in a place where you just know that you're just not ready to invite someone into your life. That's one thing. But if you're like, you know, you you feel like you're getting it together. You want you want that soulmate. You want that person to come in. Just really be mindful and really be open, you know, carry that open energy um, to invite someone into your space every time you leave your house. And and that means like at the supermarket, <laughs> at the library, the bookstore, the Uber ride, you know, like make eye contact in that elevator. Say hi. <laughs> um, I, I had someone run me down in the airport a few um, a few weeks ago. And it's on, well, he, he came up to me and I had my energy closed, but I opened it up as soon as I saw that he was trying to get my attention. And I, I started engaging him and asking him questions and he walked me all the way to my gate. <laughs> but I say this to say, like, I, guys, I want you guys to do this challenge the next seven days. Every time you leave your house, you come in contact with the opposite sex. I don't care how he looks right now. We're practicing. We're practicing that open energy. He could be a 75-year-old. Okay. Um, (laughs) I need you to look that man in the eye. I need you to look him in the eye. And I need you to smile. And I need you to say hello. We're practicing, okay? We're practicing. They be on something. But we practicing. What they be on, Sharon? (laughs) They be trying to get that young thing. They be on it. (laughs) 
<laughs> and, and I need you guys to hit us up at uh, you know the hashtag XO, Nicole, uh, XO Happy Hour or call us 404-941-4435 let us know how that challenge is going for you so that's a wrap on this episode of XO Nicole's Happy Hour and if you're loving what you're hearing so far please drop us a rating on iTunes this is important we need to know your comments we need to know feedback so we can just make this better and better um, and show us some love on our Instagram at XO Nicole and at XO Happy Hour. Hey.